theyeshiva.net. Okay, so let's summarize and continue Bezer Hashem. The Nekudah that was being explored was that Ein Hadinim Nimtakim Elabisharsham. All harshness, all dinim, and you go to the root, you trace back to the root, you find a different perspective, you find a different picture, you find a hamtaka, a sweetness. As elaborated upon in the previous shiurim. And what this means, it says, is also in terms of everything in our world as well. Whenever you encounter in the world, in your own life, a challenge, an obstacle, a chalila, a crisis, whatever a level it may be, emotional, spiritual, social, very personal, mila da alma, mila da heavenly matters, meaning spiritual matters in terms of your relationship with Hashem, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your family your moral life, or it has even to do with your physical life. Any element of a person's life and he or she encounters a challenge, a crisis, a difficult fork in the road, on any level, there's always two perspectives. There's the perspective below and there's the perspective above. Now this is not uh, this is not such an easy avoid. This is uh, this is heavy stuff. The perspective below is this is crazy. This is horrible. This is a crisis. This makes my life miserable. With all the thoughts and emotions that come with that, which are a normal byproduct of this experience. But what the Balatanya challenges us is to perhaps ask a different question. And that is, can I really go back to the source of it? Can I really take this challenge and look at it from its divine perspective? In other words, search for the ultimate oxygen, the chius that is feeding the energy that is feeding the energy, that is feeding the energy until it comes, comes down to this reality. And then you will discover that what from one side is absolute negative and disastrous and catastrophic and destructive and certainly it's a curveball that you didn't ask for, you didn't expect, you're not interested in. And that remains the truth, you're still not interested in it. But nonetheless, this curveball contains within it really a tremendous positive energy that is here to bring out something incredibly powerful in you or in the world. The person may not know what or know how exactly or know why, but that perspective, the ability to understand that in every crisis lay the seeds for opportunity so that an obstacle is not an obstacle but it's not even only a challenge it's a challenge but it's also an opportunity in other words there's something good here and he says that's the marshal that the Zoya gives of the Zoyna with the Ben Amelech 
There's a prince. He's trying to do his thing. He's trying to sit and learn in yeshiva. He's a good boy. He's a prince of the king. And suddenly this woman comes into his life, a machta meshuga. And everybody has this in their own way, whatever their marshal hazoyne is, you know, that force that just drives you mad. It could be an addiction. It could be a horrible habit. It could be a reality you're living with every day or a reality that comes into your life once in a while. It could be something connected to the internet. It could be alcohol. It could be gambling. Or it could be stam inner thoughts and emotions. But every person has, Baruch Hashem, their mashal hazayna that they could give. If you want, we can go around the room and everybody could tell us what their mashal hazayna is. But I don't know if mahat machbadam. But everybody has that marshal. At the surface, he looks at her, and the worst, she is the worst thing for him. Huh? What? Everybody, Mama, is the same. I doubt it. Okay, maybe you too, but. Uh. Is it you too? <laughs> so at the surface. This is a very destructive force in his life. And it is a destructive force in his life. What she's asking him to do is something that is immoral. It's not right. It's unjust. It's promiscuous. It will distance him from his, from his, his values, his purpose, and his ability to succeed his father, which is why his father is testing him. He wants this boy to know what it is to fight for something. The boy grew up in a... In a wonderful palace, never lacked anything, never had went hungry for a day. He doesn't know what life is. You want to be a leader, you want to be a monarch, a benevolent leader. You have to know what people go through. You have to have your finger on the pulse of the people. You have to be in tune to the heartbeat of the nation. The Rambam says in Hilchis Malachim, Lev HaMelech Hu Lev Kol Kahal Yisrael. The heart of a king is the heartbeat of Kahal Yisrael. You have to be, your heartbeat is an expression. Your heartbeat should be the heartbeat of the Jewish people. That's what a real Melech Yisrael is. Not every Melech was that way. But a true Jewish leader, a real Rebbe, a real Manag Yisrael, a real Melech Yisrael, his heartbeat is, that's what the Rambam says, is Lev Kol Kahal Yisrael. It's the heartbeat of the people. You look at his heartbeat and you see the heartbeat of the people. It's a very rich expression. So uh, the king knows that his son can't be a melech if he doesn't fight for himself. <laughs> so he sends the zayna, but he doesn't know any of this. All he's dealing is with uh, martial zayna, he's dealing with a zayna. So that's what the zayna points out. From his perspective, the greatest obstacle in life. But who sent it? The king sent it. The king sent it to bring out his own depth, his own goodness. So even though at the surface she's inviting him to do something destructive, if he could look behind her, inside of her, if he could find the oxygen that is feeding her, the energy that's fueling her to do this, what will he come? What will he find ultimately? He'll find his own father. His father is being expressed in a form that seems contrary to his father's wishes. And therefore what this means is that she really wants that he shouldn't listen to her. That means when he listens to her, he's actually not listening to her. He's listening to who he thinks she is. Deep down what she wants is, don't listen to me. Because this is not who I am about. I'm really part of your father's uh, team. 
if he doesn't listen to her, she's much happier. So we have here a funny paradox. The more he listens to her, the less he has her. The less he listens to her, the more he has her. That's the truth about all addiction. All these types of things. All external tivas. The more you listen, the less you have it. The less you listen, the more you have it. Why? Because really, if you could see the real neshama inside the taiva, it's telling you, no, 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 no. But it can't say that, because if it say that, it would defeat its purpose. So it's saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you can hear the inner kail, the kala it's saying, no, please, no, no, no. The zayna is looking at the ben malach, she has to fake it, but deep, deep in her eyes, she's begging him not to listen. If he listens, she's like, do a diyat, do shaitim at the best. <laughs> You're trying to please me. You don't understand. I'm all, This is all about your own truth. So my chitzayni is, my externality is fighting you. But only because I want to bring you out. And therefore, my true pnimius, my true core, is really trying to assist you. I'm really on your team. I'm trying to help you. And that's what the Zohar says, that no Eved rebels against his master. Ah, you have always slaves who rebel against their master, but there's a difference. A regular slave and master, they're two separate people. When the master owns and buys the slave, it's contrary to nature. So therefore, the slave wants to go free. When you're dealing with Avdus, Eved Hashem, it's a different pchina. Eved Hashem basically means that a person gets chius, his whole life comes from Hashem. So therefore, his very identity is essentially divine energy. So to serve Hashem basically means to be aligned with his true self, with his true energy. So the Zoya says, how can it be that you have in the world that something gets chayas from Hashem, and there's nothing that doesn't get chayas from Hashem, and that chayas is used against Hashem, you have a very essential paradox. It's a very strange phenomenon. The very ability for a person to be an atheist, you have to speak. You have to do, you have to think. The energy of those words is coming from God, and it's being used completely against God. In other words, it's the divine that is being used against the divine. To fight God, you need God. You can't fight God without God. So that means God is fighting Himself. So that's a funny thing. <laughs> and the same is true every type in the world, every zone in the world, that's what it is. For her to do her job, she needs oxygen, she needs life. She needs courage, she needs confidence, she needs chiyos. Where is that? That comes from alakus. Ain't that If it comes from alakus, that means alakus is giving chiyos to that which is exactly opposite of alakus. The whole message is there's no God. Fight God. So what's pshat? That's what the Zoya says. That's the Moshla Zoya Ben Amela. What you think is a fight against him, it's really not. It looks that way, but it's not. Why? Because she was also hired by him to go to the prince, and because she was hired by him to go to the prince, so therefore, her very chios, doing what she's doing on the surface, it's completely against the melech, that's really also part of the melech. It's all part of the melech. In other words, it's really very good. It's not bad, it's good. The goodness is expressed in a challenge, but the challenge is really an opportunity. That's the word we spoke a few times, the Mary and I brings... The Ma'ir Nayim was Reb Nachum of Reb Nachum Chernobyl. 
he was a Talmud of the Baal Shem Tev and of the Magid. There's a Sefer Moir Inayim. Moir Inayim. Reb Nochem Shinobola writes the Moir Inayim Parshas Vayishlach. The Gemara says in Maseches Yuma, Habole Tayer Messiah Noisai, Habole Tomei Poischen Loi. Somebody who comes to purify himself, they help him. Shem helps him. Somebody who comes to contaminate himself, Poischen Loi. They open the doors for him. Why the difference? The Pashtus, when you're coming to cleanse yourself, you're helped. When you're coming to contaminate yourself, you're not helped. He just opens the door. You want to go there? I'll open the door for you. I'm not going to push you in that direction, but I'll open the door. The Moirinayim says something much deeper. It says, <coughs> If somebody comes to be Tame, somebody is experiencing a Meshich, an inclination, a challenge to contaminate himself, he has to know that that is his Pesach, his opening to connect to Hashem. That is his Pesach. Pischuli shari tzedek, avoy vom oide yutke. This is his Pesach. This is his. This is his breakthrough. Not only should he not get depressed and derailed because he's dealing with all this stuff. Fakert, This all comes from Hashem. This is not a sign that he's distant, that he's alien, that he's being thrown out, he's being rejected. No. This is God's invitation. I want you to be close. I want you to be the closest ever. This is your poor, he says, this is his Pesach Leruach HaKadosh. That's his expression. This is his Pesach for divine inspiration. This is it. How can you say this? What do you mean this is it? The thoughts are just the opposite. They're going to throw him off. They're going to throw him down into the abyss. That's only if he looks at the external facade. If he goes deeper, what is the oxygen behind this ra? It's really toiv. It's really godliness. Because everything needs chiyas from Hashem. If it needs chiyas from Hashem, it means it has a divine reality. It has a divine perspective. It doesn't mean it's easy. Nobody says it's easy. And it doesn't mean it's not always painful. It could be painful and it could be tough. It could be hard. The Zayna could be very, very attractive. Her lure could be very, very appealing, be very powerful. Extremely powerful. <clears throat> but powerful at the surface. Internally, this power is all a cover-up. And if you surrender to that power, you're surrendering to a cover-up. And you're not even going to have her Bechlal. You're going to have her externalities. So therefore, the Mayunayim says, Abolitame. He should know like this is his Pesach. This is his Pesach, Leruach HaKadosh. Only through this can he reach where he has to reach in life. And only through this can he become the human being he's supposed to become. And only through this can he or she reach their ultimate potential and touch the Divine the way they are capable of touching the Divine. In Hebrew, the word for a breakdown is, you know, they say, you know, the Chinese... There's an old anecdote. Why did the Chinese survive for 5,000 years? The answer is because in, in, in China, you know, the words, they don't have words like we have. It's characters. Everything is in characters. So the same character that they have for the word crisis, they have for the word opportunity. That's an old anecdote. 
I never checked it up. I never learned Mandarin, but as I said, but in Lashon Kodesh, I do know a little better than uh, Mandarin. In Lashon Kodesh, it's much better than that. Much deeper, much better. The word in Hebrew for a breakdown <coughs> is a mashber. Mashber, mem, shin, beiz, resh. The same word, mashber, is in Tanakh for the mean, and it means a birthing stool. Mashber is the stool upon which a mother, a woman, gives birth. It's not a coincidence. Every breakdown is essentially giving birth. Giving birth is painful, as everybody in this room knows so well. (laughs) Or the people watching know even better than the people sitting in this room. It's painful. I'm not talking about the pain of the husband. I'm talking about the pain of the wife is a little more than the pain of the husband or a lot more, infinitely more. There's pain. But a baby is born. A baby is born. It doesn't mean a baby is born and it's easy. It's tough and it's painful. But there's birth. Every mashber is also a new birth. How can that be? Because that's the emiss of it. The truth of it on a deeper level is that there's a baby waiting to be born. So I could look at the surface and all I see is destruction. My life is full of problems. That's what I could see. And you know what? This is what a person sees. This is what they see. On a deeper level, he says, go back to the Shoirish. Go deeper, 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 and you'll see there's something supposed to be born here. There's something incredibly positive supposed to be born, and that's why this can exist, because nothing can exist outside of Hashem. Ultimately, everything comes from Him. It's not a real Zoyna who has independence. The Yetzirah also comes from the Melech. The Chiyos of the Yetzirah comes from Hashem. That means God is giving this energy to fight Him, to take you away from Him. Ah, He says no. That's also Him. It's just Him in a different way. Yeah? So I'm also there. The Balshemtiv said that even in the Haster Aster, it's also a Noichi. The Hester Gufa is me. It's not like everybody touches the Nigan. It's not. It's deeper than the Nigan. The Nigan they touch even in the concealment. I'm there. The concealment is also me. Different word. The concealment is also me. The concealment itself is also taif. It's just, it evolved and it evolved and it evolved. All the Ben Melech sees is he's dealing with a martial azayna. That's what he's dealing with. But if he could go deep into her thoughts, what will he find? He's doing the mission of his father. Doing the mission of the king. Let's now see right. The line starts shekinegda. You see, the line starts shekinegda. Vizel davar hamachayis kol harois, and this is something that gives life to everything that we call ra. Every crisis, v'shar their root above is good. What do we mean? It's good. It means that the oxygen that's feeding, that's giving life and substance and vitality to whatever you're experiencing, internal or external, 
is ultimately coming from a source which is divine. It's taif. Now, here you have to make a bavarin. There are people who live in La La Land. They live in La La Land. They hear this, and forever they just walk around with a smile like this. Everything is perfect. Somebody's banging a hammer over your head. Everything is perfect. So he says, understand. When it comes down, it goes through the whole evolution. It can really become bad. It can become ragamur. There's some, in other words, we have to be careful with this because this is not turning, trying to turn a person into a uh, living in fantas- fantasy land where suddenly everything is holy, everything is beautiful, everything is rosy, everything is positive. There's in Yonim of Isser, there's in Yonim of Hetter, there's in Yonim of Rishus. There's things you have to run away from like poison. What are you running away from? God is here, He's everywhere. This is a, the opposite notion that's equally dangerous. So you have to understand there's a hishtal shalos. If the king, if the prince listens to the Zion and says, okay, I'll do whatever you want because you're the melech. He's accomplishing the exact opposite. He only finds the king in the Zion when he says no to her, not when he says yes. If he embraces her, he's actually distancing himself from who she really is in her source. But he fell prey to the external facade. So that's what he's saying. When it co- some things, when they come down, it becomes Ra Gomor. But this is not even for the Zion. If he listens to her, it's directly from the king. Still, if he listens to her. Right. Because that's not from the king. Because <laughs> that's not... You understand? The king sent her because he wants the child to say no. So that's already, that's a certain form of a Now imagine that this Zoyna hires another Zoyna, another one, and she hires, you know how they do it. It's companies. Yeah, the one on the top. There's the sea on the day, they, 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 they subcontract. And another one, another one. And then you have number 100. She doesn't even know who the king is. She's just doing her job. Really? She's being paid by somebody blah, blah, all the way back. But what does the prince see? All he's dealing is with Ra. That's what he's dealing with. Could it live without the original Chiyos? It can't. But ultimately the way it evolves down here below from our perspective, all we see is Ra. So either way, we're talking about saying, we're seeing opportunity, we're going to go against it. Yes, so yes. What difference does it make how much it is? No, I'm just saying, it makes a difference of how powerful the challenge for the person is and how <coughs> painful it is. Yeah, yeah. And, how har- and how harsh it is, yeah. If it's closer to the source, it's already a whole different type of concealment. So he says, Could be in worldly matters. Khalila, somebody is missing something in worldly matters, they're having a real challenge. Or in Miladashmaya, or in heavenly matters, in spiritual matters, also a real challenge. Be, be like one together. It seems like two totally different things. When tragedy versus challenges seem like very, they're not the same. They're lumped together here. The freg's good. The freg's good, my kind. The freg's good. What should I tell you? Designer explains challenges. doesn't really explain tragedy. Somebody asked Friday if I would tell this to a Holocaust survivor. That's what you're asking me in different no. words. Oh. That's what you're asking me in different words. I know, I know. I know it's, it's not posh. I know. Saying the beer is different. 
He says this is true in everything. Everything ultimately gets chayas from above. But you're right. Emotionally, to be able to look at something and always say this is a very, very difficult task. It's an excruciating task. And one cannot demand that from somebody emotionally. It's a process, it's, 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 it's a journey, it's a perspective. How does the martial artist understand? The martial artist understand it as a challenge, not so much as a tragedy. You're right. This martial is not a martial of a tragedy, it's a martial of a challenge. You're right. A moral challenge. That's Miladishmaya. Miladishmaya would mean a heavenly challenge. In other words, a challenge <laughs> when it comes to your moral self, your spiritual self. It could be a challenge connected to your marriage, a challenge with your children in terms of more spiritual or psychological or emotional challenges. Then there's tragedies in life, there's loss in life, right? There's a person experiences a loss in life, whether mamisha loss or whatever loss, it could be financial loss, it could be health, it could be chas v'shalom, something that causes deep grief also happening in the world. You look at it, you say, this is bad. This is bad. This is horrible. This is dinim gemudim. And that's what he says. It becomes rag gomer. It becomes dinim gemudim. We don't suddenly say, Tisha B'av, you should start dancing. Right? Instead of a person sitting shiva, they should turn it to put him in some chastayra. You don't say that in halacha. Why don't you say it in halacha? Einoid muvada. The answer is because hishtal shlus is a metzias. It's a reality. It comes down. And the way it comes down into this world, it's an Indian of Ra, it's an Indian of Din, it's not an Indian of Chesed. Yeah? So when a person encounters a painful reality, a painful situation, again, on any level, it could be internal, it could be external. Yachshoiv, the person should think, ki of yishbet. He shouldn't judge the reality only by what he sees, Sherahu, that it's just evil. My life is destroyed. So a person deals with stuff, maybe from your youth, maybe presently. A person, let's say, has been through something difficult from childhood or any stage in life. They could look at it and just say, I was given the sour deal. That's it. Some people get the better piece of the cake, and some people get the rotten cake. Some people get a good apple from a varf the eplach. When heaven throws the apples on you, yeah, some get a good apple, a nice, big, sweet red apple. Some get a green, sour apple, but at least it still has some good taste to it. And some get rotten apples. You open the apple... And it's decomposed and it's moldy. It's a fashimult duruch and duruch. Somebody once told me, he said, Rabbi David, my life is cursed from the day I was born till the day I die. Everything is a curse. Everything I touch turns black. The Evan Ezra had very bad mazel. Huh? He did, and I didn't turn black, and I proved to him that not everything turns black. <laughs> the Evan Ezra writes a poem. He was a very poor man. He was like one of the greatest philosophers of the day. He wrote a Chopinish on Chumash, Tanakh. Rabbeinu Avram Ebenezer, he lived in Spain in the 12th century. 
So he has a poem. He's such a poor man, he never had a penny to his name. So he says, if I would go into the business of making tachrichim, of making shrouds for dead people, people would stop dying. That's how bad my mazel is. And he says, and if I would go into the business of manufacturing candles, the sun will never set. (laughs) He has a whole poem about this. He laments his life. <laughs> He's just, I just can't get it together. But the Ezra, his life, he turned that life into a piece of glory. I mean, you read his, his, his Svarim are extraordinary. But he's saying about his mazel when it came to Parnosa. But internally, he was a very rich person. He was a lot richer than a lot of people you know. The Gemara says, Ain oni elabideya, ve ain asher elabideya. So I'll call upon him, you could look at the life and say, it's ra. He says a person should think, don't only judge it He's not saying, don't disregard what you see. What you see, you see. But don't only look with your eyes and say, oh, this is bad. You should understand that if you go to the roots, the roots, the roots, it's toif. Why? Because from him, pure evil doesn't come out. Only absolute goodness comes from him. And everything comes from him. So if everything comes from him, in the Shoyrish it's Toiv Gomer. Ah, you'll ask me a question. Really? So how does this discrepancy happen so dramatically? Why do I see something that is so negative, that is so challenging, that is so devastating, that is so difficult to deal with? When you're telling me that really... Really, if I can get to the core of the Chiyos here, it's Mamash Toiv. It's coming from Hashem. And therefore, if it's Mamash Toiv, it's really an opportunity for tremendous dvekas, for tremendous growth, for unprecedented wholesomeness and happiness. What's this discrepancy? Why? Or to put it differently, why is it that some things that come from God look good and some things that come from God look so bad? Or to quote Shalom Aleichem who said, God will help. I hope God can help before He helps. God will help, but till He helps, He should also help. So the shaila is, why do some things come from toiv, and they look like toiv, and some things come from toiv, and they look the opposite. The answer is, Rakshu Eine Musik. The Toiv Gomor is not comprehensible. This energy somehow can't come down all the way to the lower world the way it is. The goodness of it remains above, meaning it remains abstract. You know this expression is from? It's a Targum Unculus in Parshish Chukas. If you might have said there's no Targum. You do the Targum Unculus, you would know this expression. It says in Parshish Chukas, the Jews say, Our souls are disgusted with this horrible deteriorating bread, the man, lechem hakloikel, and that's when the snakes attack them, and that's when this whole story happens. 
So this is not stam an expression. This is part of the essential to the smaim. So the Targum says, "What's lechem hakleikik? Michla de kick. Michla de kick means two things. It's horrible food, but the the kick comes from the word dak. Daka min adaka, very subtle, very fine, and that's the point." What they can't appreciate about certain food is it's very, very fine. It's so, so fine that in your world, it's horrible food. Like most people treat kale, right? Potato chips is good, yeah? Danishes are good, yeah? Kale is a horrible food, why? Because it's a real food. (laughs) Everything else is garbage, so it's good. The more garbage, the more good. The more nutritious, the more bad. On a spiritual level, he says, Zanikra, this is Michladakik, it's very edel of food. It's really his chius. But it's too profound for the person excuse me, for the person to experience it in a way that they can fully see the goodness here. Let's give a dogma. An example. That Rizal brings, it's brought us on Poskim. Many people have a minig when you say Yoitzer Ur. Anybody does it here? When you say Yoitzer Ur, you kiss the Tfilin Shalyad. Boyrich Choyshech, Tfilin Shalraish. Everybody knows Tfilin Shalraish, the Gemara says, is holier than Tfilin Shalyad. You could make a Shalyad Shalraish, not Shalraish Shalyad. Darkness is inferior to light. You would think Yoitzer Ur, Tfilin Shalraish. Boyrich Choyshech, Tfilin Shalyad. No, it's the other way around. Why? Yoitzer and Boire, who's higher? Boire comes before Yoitzer. You create and you form. So it should have been Boire Yoir, Yoitzer Chayshach. No, Yoitzer Yoir and then Boire Chayshach. There's two forms of darkness. There's darkness that is lower than light and there's darkness that's higher than light. An example. You have a Rav, a teacher, who's a brilliant, brilliant teacher, and really knows. And he gives a shear. There's two types of shear. One shear is, he explains everything to the point that a five-year-old can understand it. He takes the cookie and he crumbles it into crumbs that every person, baby food, baby food, even a baby intellectually, can feed it, can eat it, and enjoy it, and go home, and feel full. Why? Because he broke it down into small little pieces and became baby food. Sometimes the Rav expresses his knowledge on his level without breaking it down. What happens? People sitting there, they say, No, what did you get out of it? They went, went right over my head. Another person will say, I just came out with a headache. Another person will say, it was too confusing, I fell asleep, or I started to text, or I started to daydream. Where did the Rav give more? Where did he give more depth? Where did he give more wisdom? In the first example or the second example? Second. In the first, he was mitzamtzamit. He restricted the knowledge to spoon-feed the crowd. So everybody likes it. It works with their Caleb. It fits into my character. When he reveals everything, when he reveals his depth, like, whoa! All I feel is a headache. You ever sat at a shear, somebody was a Bucky Bashas in Rishonim, and it all comes out, and everybody just walks home with a migraine. 
Not because he didn't give enough, because he gave too much. <coughs> too much rain creates a flood, right? The whole mission in Tainus, it starts raining, you have a tsunami, it doesn't work. You need droplets of water to be able to nurture the ground and be able to promote growth. It has to be restricted, it has to be metzumtzum. Tif, tif, a drop after a drop, a tip. You give too much of yourself, people don't have the containers, it shatters them. You look at the sun straight and it blinds you. Why? Not because it's too little light, it's too much light. Too much light destroys your eyes. Why? It's great. You need light, you don't want darkness. You need light that works. You get close to the sun, you can't live. If our earth, if our planet was a little closer to the sun, we would all burn. We would become toast, eternal toast. Food for the angels. If we would be a little further from the sun, we would freeze. You need that balance. Hashem communicates to us in two ways. One is He gives a shear that's very, very restricted. The energy is very, very packaged, concealed, condensed, compressed. And therefore, it feels very good. That's what we call blessings in life. What's challenges in life? Challenges in life is God shares a deeper energy, a deeper truth. And because a deeper truth comes out, it shakes up the human being. Because we don't have the containers to contain infinity. We only have containers to contain finite energy. So divine energy that's finite, we could contain. It's like that first shir, beautiful, you come home, it's packaged, yeah? Packaged, put in a plastic bag, you pay $5, you go home, you have a nice shalashudas. It's a good vart, yeah? Like people say, give me a good vart, just give me a good vart. Make sure it doesn't challenge me, that's the ik, yeah? People always come over, it's a good vart, it's a good vart for Shabbos. Yeah? I hate when people say that. It's a good vart. A vart zuchstu, what's zuchstu? A vart. You're looking for a vart or you're looking for truth? Vertlach. Everybody wants vertlach. It's a good vart. I should be able to sit, yeah, eat my chalopsis, which is stuffed cabbage. Hungarians think it's a good food. Say, sisu bremei sisu. Give me a vart. Give me a God that works. It works. It works. It fits into my puzzle. We'll square it out. Whatever we don't like, we cut off. Fine. Okay, it's better than nothing. Uh, maybe not, I don't know. Whatever. Maybe better without a vart. You can give over a vart, but you can't give over a vart. You don't know what's uh, flying, you can't give it over. People love varts today. Everybody wants a vart. Just a fast vart. It shouldn't disturb me. It should inspire me enough, but not too much. You know what I mean? It should inspire me enough to take me out of the depression and suicide, but not too much to challenge me. That not. It should inspire me enough that I still want to go on for another week and not destroy my life and burn my house down, but not too much to be able actually to really grow. Huh? That's Yotzerer. Tefillin Shalyat. is much higher. The reason it's dark is because it's really light. Because it's really bright, it becomes dark because it challenges me. It shakes me up. 
I don't have the vessels for it. It's too much water. It's, it's, it's overflowing. It's overflowing. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is not good. This is horrible. What makes it horrible is that it's very deep. So the Choshech is actually a Yeah. So the Choshech is It's higher than the Yitzchak. That's the Pchina of Bayer Choshech. That's what he says. It's Einoi Musik. And here you see it in Chazal in one expression. It's a fascinating word. Bezel Bechol Moidecha. This is Bechol Moidecha. So Vahavtas Hashem Alekecha with your heart. Levavcha. With your whole soul. Bechol Namshana. Bechol Moidecha. What's Moidecha? Nobody knows what Moidecha means. So the Mishnah says Moidecha means money. money. The word Moid means very. Toiv Moid. Very much. Very good. Right? Atayeled tov mo'od. You're a very good boy. Bistagute bachero. Toiv mo'od. What's bechol mo'od decha? With your mo'od. What's your mo'od? So he says, Kemaimer, the Medrash Rabbah says, says at the end of the creation on Friday, Vayara lekim eskola shirasa vihine, toiv mo'od. So the Medrash, toiv zamalach hachayim, mo'od zamalach hamavas. Good, the angel of life. Very good, the angel of death. What's this mean? Toiv ma'oid. Shehu toiv ma'oid belishir v'gvul. What one, one is calling the Malach HaMavas, the angel that, so to speak, killing him, psychologically speaking, is really toiv ma'oid. It's infinitely good. Elashadayin le'bole de'gilui. But it didn't have the ability to be revealed as such. It's not comprehensible. It's not fathomable by the containers of the human mind. And therefore he calls it the Malachim So what the Medrash is saying is, there's Toiv and there's Toiv Ma'oid. Toiv is Malachachayim. It looks good. It feels good. It's great. It's wonderful. And we want it to stay there. And for good reason. We want it to feel good. Toiv ma'oid, the ma'oid, this is the malach that challenges the living daylights out of you. It's like, God, where did you invent these angels? You know, who makes people these way, this way? Malach here, he means on every level. It's the angel that all he, it seems like all his objective is just to shake you up. You thought things were like, Wonderful, right? You thought finally after 20 years you have Shalom Bayis already? Shalom Aleichem! Life is just beginning. Let's start all over again. You thought you settled the kids. Ah, boom! That's the Malach on every level. So on one level you could look at it and say, okay, you know what? Cynicism, you get into a cynical mood and it's all over. Al-Tarebbe, the Balatanya is saying here, that here there's an element of ma'oid. Ma'oid means you're being invited to touch infinity. And whenever you're invited to touch infinity, it's a shocker. It's always a shocker. Because it does not fit in. It's not musik. I can't wrap my brain around it. That's the difference. What I wrap my brain around, I feel comfortable with. What is above my brain is, gives me a headache. We learned about Rachel and Leia, you remember? Parshas Vayet, say the Maimer. Rachel is loved, and Leia is despised, you remember? There's the element of your spouse that you wrap your brain around. Amachaya, works. You already know the path. 
buttons. You know what buttons to press. It's a gate. And then there's the pa- the elements that you can't wrap your brain around. It wraps you. It wraps. It wraps. It wraps itself around you completely. <laughs> the gulam, not the Aisha. That's a whole different thing. You can't make sense of it. You can't figure it out. If you try to figure it out, it will get you even more. Don't try to figure it out. So what's this? This is Toiv Ma'oid. Toiv Ma'oid doesn't mean it looks that way. It doesn't look that way. If it looked that way, it would be called Toiv. It doesn't look that way because it's Ma'oid. Anything that's without a Shia, without a Gvul, without finiteness, when it comes into a world of finiteness, what does it look like? Havoc. Chaos. When infinity encounters finiteness, what does it appear as? Absolute chaos. Nobody knows what hit them. So if you're having that moment in your life, take a deep breath and say, it's a moment of ma'oid. <laughs> Not toif, but ma'oid. Not toif. You don't live in Lala. Lala land means wonderful. Everything is wonderful. Baruch Hashem, I just had a heart attack. I was like, Baruch Hashem, I just dropped dead. Yeah. Not talking about that. That's Chlal, you're in a different... Uh, huh? Not even Oilam yeah. He said there was an Indian doctor, so he was very into, you know, all illnesses in the mind. So he once meets a little kid. He says, I haven't met you. How have you been? How's your father? How's your uncle? He says, oh, my uncle is very sick. Very, very, the doctors say he's not going to make it three weeks. It's horrible. He says, you go home and you tell your uncle he's not sick. He thinks he's sick. It's all in here. He thinks he's sick. He says, okay, I'll tell him. He meets him a few weeks later. He says, no, how is your uncle? He says, my uncle thinks he died. <laughs> Fine. Toiv not ma'oidia. You got a point, Rabbi Litzma. I'm with you. Ani mevinot chatov ma'od, Rabbi Litzma. You say it doesn't help. It looks good. say much more than that. It's not bad at all. <laughs> if you already want to say it, say it's not bad at all. Okay. When you say it's not bad at all, but you have to qualify what that means. It could be very painful. It could be excruciatingly painful yeah. and devastating. Right. He's already krechchen. Every shia, he's done krechchen. And he's done 
Huh? He's been around the block a lot of times. He's not so young. You're young on years, but not an experience, yeah? Tenebbe was all pnimius. There's no nice stuff with it. It's emes. You learn, you'll finish learning, you'll see the Ayid lept. He didn't like Chitzonius. So you want emes or you want Sheker? You want emes or you want Sheker? The Zog's good. Yeah. We always have fireworks. By us, it's July 4th every day. Every day is Independence Day. Every day we become independent. He could sell you the Brooklyn Bridge like everybody else does. A Vilnisht. A Vilnisht for Kaif in the Brooklyn Bridge. What's supposed to for The Alter Rebbe loved Yidin too much to sell them half-baked truths. You understand? Listen to what I'm telling you. He loved Jews too much to sell them half-baked truth. That's it. That's what you have to understand. But I can be knowing the information and learning it and still experiencing the same... The same, the same After this mind meal, you'll experience everything differently. You remain conscious of it. Yeah. You'll see. Nicht on mine. Nicht on mine. mensch. There's no person that doesn't get shamed. Especially an idle person like you. The Rebbe Maharaj, some of the Samachtadik once said, there's three truths in life. Yet the Gvir is Amishugana. Right? You know Gvir is not a Meshugana? And whoever drinks Mashke gets drunk. This is an Ayid, was learned Chsidis, Ved Gebitten. It's changed. So they said, but they ask. It's not true. You see people who drink and they're not drunk. You see people who have money and they're not Meshugana. You see people who learn Chsidis and they're not shamed. So he said, the problem is it wasn't enough. If he would have more money, he would become Meshugana. If you'd have more mashka, you'd become drunk. And if you'd learn more chsidus, you would change. Kachamar Admur Maharash. The Hest? Yishnar Arboyim Yoim, Arboyim Shona. It's not only the the Kens for of the word, huh? The problem he says with this is that it's two emes. <laughs> That's the nekuda of the maimer. It's the whole nekuda of the maimer. Toiv ma'oid. It's two emes. <laughs> it's about excitement, also. It goes all the way around. Somebody gets excited about something and carried away. 
Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. He suffered a lot. He knew what rise. He didn't live in person. He suffered terribly. Begashim is beruchnes. Tam geroid of treklach. What is beruchnes? What persecutions that the Balatanya had from his own uh, from Yidden? He was almost executed because of a mesira of Yidden, not Goyim. Shei shreklach gelitin is omishpach also. He was supposed to pass away very young. His daughter knew about it. It was a kitrug on him. And she took her, his, her life instead of his. She gave up her life. So she died very young. So he had to raise this, her son at Samach Tzedek. So it, was a lot of, it wasn't an easy thing. His father-in-law tortured him. He didn't have a day of menucha. Who's his father-in-law? father-in-law was a yid. His name was a Yehuda Leib Segel from Vitebsk. He was very, very wealthy. And the Dalter Rebbe was a Ghanoilam, so he took him as a son in law, his pride and dream. Then he found out that he was a Chassid of the Mazritcha Magid. He became a Chassid. Not he found out, he became a Chassid later. So he told his wife, get divorced. And he started to persecute him. He wouldn't give him a penny, nothing. Which year was this? Which year? This is the late 1700s. It was Friday night, he used to dive along. So he came home, his father-in-law went to sleep, and he locked all the cabinets with food and drinks. So Friday night, he shouldn't have any food for Kiddush or Cholomir. So he looked and looked and looked, and uh, he found uh, he found a bottle of mashka. So he didn't have anything to make Kiddush. He made Kiddush on that, and uh, it was not as Zexanaitzik. Uh, uh, it was ninety-six uh, percent. So uh, he and he used to drink a, the whole kais, and the only thing he could find was a huge, uh, a huge kais, and he used to do the whole kais, and uh, he felt that he was uh, he was going to die. So and he searched, he searched, he found up a little old kasha, kasha. Uh, Buck, it looks like rice. Buckwheat, well, yeah. yeah, buckwheat. And uh, so he so so he ate that. That was his that was his suda. That's why Yutas Kislev, they eat kasha b'chassidah. Saved his life. He was from the world of the Mesnagdim, and uh, and he felt that his, his his son-in-law was the worst of the worst. But to, to his credit, to, to her credit, she she lived a pauper's life. Why? Yeah, and she wouldn't, uh, she wouldn't leave her husband. See, that was already when he was young. This was already after about a teenager. They used to get married very young. And then later, when he was 20, and then later it became just... Chedem was against him. I mean, he suffered a lot. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.